0: Guego, you're listening to Gaino. Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song and I'm your host Brett Maybe, Coming to you from the Allegheny territory of the Seneca Nation, each week we take a listen to incredible music from different indigenous artists from all across Turtle Island. You're invited to enjoy the music in the chat. My featured artist today is Melody MacArthur, originally from Treaty 8 territory in Northern Alberta. She now resides in Edmonton. She's a force to be reckoned with, who's released four full-length albums, all since 2018, with nine singles that have made it to the Indigenous Music Countdown. She's nominated for five awards at this year's Native American Music Awards, and was nominated at the first ever International Indigenous Hip Hop Awards. Today we're listening to her latest album, Kismet, and kicking things off, featuring Jacoda is Wildly. Turn it up and sing along. You're listening to Gyno. I get down to the
1: beat, I
2: get wild in the street.
3: Let me warm you up, come and ride with me, I'll take you places, the way that you're wild is so audacious, I can't help myself but be flirtatious, all of your energy is so contagious, I like your style and attitude, your high fashion is on an altitude.
0: kick off our hour together that's melody macarthur and wildling from her brand new album kismet Welcome back. You're listening to Gyno. It's your host, Brett Maybe checking in with you from the Allegheny Territory of the Seneca Nation. Excited for today's featured artist. As I was mentioning in the introduction, she's really hit the ground running. Since her first album in 2018, she's released four full-length albums, has had nine singles on the Indigenous Music Countdown, has been nominated and won numerous prizes, is up for some nominations right now as we speak with the Native American Music Awards. And so much more. So at this time, once again, I want to welcome Melody MacArthur to Gainote Nya Waiskanot. I'm thankful you're well. How's it going today?
4: Melody it's the gaspon. Melody McArthur. I'm from uh, right now, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. That's kind of my home base. I'm originally from what we call in Canada Treaty 8 territory, mm-hmm. where the 8th treaty was signed. Um, and currently in Edmonton, Alberta, we live in Treaty 6 territory. Um, I'm going great right now. I cool. appreciate this interview. Thank you. Hope you're well, too. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Having a great day. And I'm excited to be able to talk about your evolving craft today because, you know, I already mentioned uh, you have four albums on your belt and they're they're all different, too. And I think that's exciting. Uh, We're going to talk a a lot about education. We're going to be able to tie in a lot of your work outside of music as well. Uh, And, of course, the real reason why we're here, to talk about your amazing new album, Kismet, as well. But uh, let's rewind a little bit, and for the sake of the new listener out there, uh, please do me the honor and tell listeners out there a little bit about yourself.
4: Uh, So my name is Melody McArthur. As I said, I'm originally from Treaty 8 territory. Um, I grew up in a very tiny community known as a Hamlet. I have also lived on, as in America you would call them reservations, here we call them reserves. I've lived on a few of those communities as well, and uh, urban centers. I have a degree in psychology and sociology. I went to school for about six years when I was 19 until I was about, I guess, would that be 24, 25? I didn't start my musical journey until I was about one year away from graduating university. Um, I had been paying attention to just my schooling, my education, and I became a, a young mother of uh, two stepchildren who are still in my life and I'm still raising. And uh, as they got older, I just decided, you know, it was time to really venture back into my creative side and found a producer that I knew who worked with other people that I was familiar with and who were doing well at that time. Um, his name is Thomas Brabeck. He helped me write a lot of songs and uh, I put out my first album, like you said, in 2018. I had no funding for that album at all. <laughs> I was doing, and I was a student for kind of half of it. So uh, it took me about four or five years to complete that album. Mm. And by the time I was done, I was like, oh, this isn't for me anymore.
0: <laughs> <So> <laughs> it, was a, like it was a wake up call.
4: Yeah, I worked <laughs> it all the way up and I was like, I, I don't want to write like this anymore, you know, because sure. um, it was country music. Like I had told you, like, That was the only exposure I had in a very small community, Mm -hmm. right, was country music, and that's all I knew for a long time. And then this new sound found me, thankfully. Thank Creator, I guess, too. It was probably... As they say, kids written in the stars. But um, someone from the Red Rockers, a duo, an Indigenous duo, um, they're producers, and they also make their own music as well. Kind of came up to me, approached me, sent me messages asking me if I'd be interested in one of their projects. I listened to it; it was very house techno kind of vibe, and I'm like, this is this is not what I've been doing, but it is what I love. Right. And so yeah. I took a shot at it. And you know, after working with him on that project which has I don't believe has even come out yet. Um, oh, wow. He started sending me other music, other instrumentals, just like seeing, you know, do you like this, do you like this, and yeah. I'd work with it. And that ended up becoming the second album, Indigenuity, where I was really feeling out this new expression of myself, this new sound. I didn't even know what to call it. I think the audience kind of decided for me that it was more, it had like a very 90s R&B vibe to it. Sure. And um, And then other people would tell me it was pop, so... I was myself confused. <laughs> Where am I at? <laughs> and so that album was a lot of learning. And then so then when I went into Rising Waters, the third one, I kind of had a really good vision for what I wanted to do. And uh, I wanted it to have elements of hip-hop. I wanted it to have elements of dance. And I knew I wanted to include an artist who had a little bit of that sound that could accommodate that. So, so that's why I had Robin Sizek on it um, for Glow Up. And that's why I went to the IMC as well. And I think it hit top 10. And that was probably my first one since the Redneck Reservation album. So that was my first one that hit the IMC. So I knew I was on to something. Sure. And then Learn to Breathe from that album went to number one, right? And um, so I knew I was on the right track. And so with this latest album, I've got my sound, I think.
0: All right. Have these last four albums and your journey thus far been a little bit of a chiseling away at your craft and finding your sound? Or is your statement, don't box me into a corner, you know, because I can do this and this and this and and really want to showcase that diversity of ability as well?
4: It's a bit of both. I think that myself as an individual, I just am a diversified person because, Mm -hmm. I mean, I have about three different (laughs) professions at the moment. So I do the music, and I have been uh, writing um, court reports specific to First Nation Métis Inuit offenders in the Alberta justice system for the last almost decade as well. Um, That's a contractor job, so I do that as well. And then I work with my husband also doing construction, uh, wow. installing flooring. <laughs> so, And I enjoy being a diversified person. Sure. It is a lot and it's overwhelming sometimes. But also just within the music scope itself, I do a lot of different things, right? Wearing a lot of different hats. Hmm. I don't have a team and I almost kind of like it that way. But I am reaching out for certain things, um, certain people that I would like as a part of my team. But I do enjoy doing the manager stuff. I enjoy doing uh, mentorship. I enjoy doing the business side of it. The thing that I enjoy the least, but I do do it, is taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Right? The accounting and all that stuff. That's difficult in itself, but I do it, you know. So I'm already wearing a bunch of hats in this one area of my life. I think that's just me as a person. So, yes, I really do um, kind of express myself that way musically as well. And I like it. I mean – the industry doesn't like it itself that I'm not putting myself in a box or trying right. to. They want to define me, and even people people like uh, audience fans want to define me, and I, and I just want to uh, kind of encourage we don't do that.
0: Right. I, and and I, I just think let the music speak for itself. Exactly, and I kind of think you know that is we're in a little bit of a shuffled generation. I like to call it, you know, where uh, we do have a lot more eclectic taste, and I think it's still very much for the same reason. I mean, that you grew up liking country music or listening to country music—that's that's what was available to you, right? That's what you knew. You listened to what your parents listened to, and and then as you get older and you start to forge your own identity. Now, I mean, and it just so happens that we live in this Internet age where you can see all of the music that's out there kind of unfiltered as well. You know, if you want to find it, it's out there. And I think this is Uh really indicative of your amazing craft, your evolving craft. And I'm excited to come back and talk specifics about Kismet. You have a lot of great collaborators on this album and uh, a team of producers. In fact, uh, we already heard one of the features on this album, uh, Jacoda, as we kicked off our listening today with Wildling. Um, you were kind enough to provide me with a couple of recommendations as well and of course this has been a favorite feature of mine here on Gyno A. it helps me to learn about new music but B. and more importantly it's a great way for artists to support their peers and really lift them up And uh, so we're going to get one of Dakota's solo songs on here as well Welcome to the Matriarch is going to be winding down this block also have one from Doc Native featuring Spencer Batiste and it's coming up right after this one it's the title track of Melody McArthur. That there's kismet today on gyno
5: they said they couldn't see me
2: winning they said I'd go nowhere I'd do nothing say nothing they said I'd stand like a pillar of patriarchy and I'm a master of matriarchy. Just look. Now I'm everywhere you want to be.
3: Trying to bring me down Screaming out loud But it feels like I don't make a sound Getting lost on this road Falling in the struggle Sometimes I feel so alone Trapped under the rubble But I fight back Just to keep the dream alive And I never give in I'm made to survive When I dream I walk the path of resistance with every step I take. It's the heart of the people that keeps me going strong. And I'm a living testimony to keep holding on. No matter the cost, I'm going to pay the price. I sacrifice it all, running the race of life. When I reach the end, make sure my story's true. There's beauty in the struggle. It all begins with you. When I dream.
2: I'ma feel low. Up from the ground. I pick myself
3: up. We're we'll rising to the top. Yeah. Never gonna stop. Never nothing gonna hold huh. me down. So anytime you feel low, anytime you feel just low. Pick yourself up from the ground. Just pick yourself and we'll up. We rising to
2: the top. Yeah. Never gonna stop. Tell her. Nothing gonna hold us.
0: In a state. Welcome to NV1.
5: As a matrilineal society, the onlays Vu daughters of the rivers are the Haida women who hold the responsibility to protect Haida Y. In our political process,
1: that independent, strong voices matter, and that we can do all differently. And they just penetrate me
5: for no reason. And if anyone
3: knows not not trust me, I know it. Welcome to the Matriarch. This is a dedication to all the matriarchs Welcome to the matriarch All the women in the front who are leading the march Welcome to the matriarch This is their time, they're here to leave a mark Welcome to the matriarch Welcome to the era of the matriarch Our women are and take a look around Harnessing their power, never backing down Hear the beating of the drum, that's a sacred sound. This is unceded territory, you're treaty bound. We had treaties way before the Constitution. They came with all the greed, disease, and their pollution. When we let our women lead, that's a real solution. They still try not to acknowledge their contributions. Not knowing the history, to me, is what's troubling. If you don't know the laws of the land, then you're stumbling. Women on the rise, and they're here to lead the covenant. Jody Wilson Rabel with an independent government. The heartbreak of our children stolen, we're still killing. We're revealing all of the truth that you've been concealing. Female owned businesses, breaking glass ceilings. The struggle our women go through, you'll never know the feeling. Welcome to the matriarch. This is a dedication to all the matriarchs. Welcome to the matriarch. All the women in the front who are leading the march. Welcome to the matriarch. This is their time, they're here to leave a mark. Welcome to the matriarch. Welcome to the era of the matriarch. Stronger than ever, we're never giving up. We're showing up to the legislature with fists up. Protesting the way we're treated, cause we've had enough. They tried cultural genocide, but it made us tough. I said it already, we're never backing down. We're never gonna quit, look where we're at now. We're protectors of the land, cause we know how global warming hmm, look who you need now destroying our planet with all your chemicals black snakes and pipelines to be technical this is sovereign territory you're not welcome here you showed up with all of your guns because your weapon is fear let me help to break it down let me make it clear you're gonna have to take our life to remove us from here let me light a smudge. we gonna need to pray it's time of the matriarch and they gonna lead the way Welcome to the matriarch, this is a dedication to all the matriarchs. Welcome to the matriarch, all the women in the front who are leading the march. Welcome to the matriarch, this is their time, they're here to leave a mark. Welcome to the matriarch, welcome to the era of the matriarch.
0: Dakotas welcome to the matriarch winding down that block of our listening on today's episode of Gyno, welcome back. It's your host Brett maybe checking in with you and I do have the great good fortune of being joined on the phone with Melody MacArthur. We're here to talk about her journey thus far. It's a relatively new journey. she released her first album about four years ago and uh, has already an incredible output of music and Uh, Before going any further, I do want to say congratulations, Melody. It's my understanding you're up for not just one, but what, five nominations at this year's Native American Music Awards?
4: Yes, that's right. Uh, If I can remember correctly, I think it's Best Pop Artist, Best Female Vocalist, Best Debut Artist, Best Pop Video, or maybe just Best Music Video. And then the fifth is Song of the Year from an Album. Oh, wow. I'm I'm amazed I remembered that. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was just working on it yesterday. That's probably why. (laughs) Yes, I'm very elated and thankful to the the committee for having chose me and giving me the opportunity to be nominated in the first place and for my peers and whoever voted for me to get this far. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Well, best of luck to you at this year's awards. And, well, uh, I mean, jacoda he's also nominated at this year's awards as well. And you guys have, have gotten pretty close over the years uh, through collaborations too, yeah?
4: Yeah, so I first kind of got wind of him knowing who he is when i went to the indigenous music conference in 2019 in winnipeg and winnipeg here in canada is like the the epicenter of indigenous music no doubt they really have a lot of resources there and so um that it's i guess it's just fitting for events to take place there but uh, that's where i went and i saw him at an open mic live and um that was my first introduction to him i started following him on instagram and we didn't really talk but you know kind of liking each other's things and knowing that each other are there and one day he sent me a message asking me if i'd be interested in putting any of my original music on his streaming platform called tribe music um and i was and you know i've seen some very good revenue from that and i hope that other native artists will join me in working with him um it's kind of like distro kid for indigenous artists right yeah, super Um, cool. So tribe music, yeah, that's the place to go. And when I kind of had him on the line there, <laughs> I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to finally ask him if he wants to do a collaboration because I had a song in mind. It was called Wildling, and I just thought, you know, the vibe would be so fitting for for his artistry and what he puts out there and how he sounds. And he he was vibing with it. He loved it, and he said yes. So. Yeah, like a funny thing happens when you ask people to do something, sometimes they agree. <laughs> I'm really grateful to him for that because then we output Wildling and it it was more than I could have dreamed it was having him on there. So I'm grateful to him for that.
0: Your love of collaborations is pretty evident throughout all of Kismet as well. You're uh, bringing a lot of different producers on board for this, yeah?
4: Yeah. And you know, uh, to be honest with you, when I first started making music, there is there's no features on the first album, right? Mm. Um, And if if I'm correct, I don't think there's any on the second either. I went through this part of my life where I was really closed off uh, until taking a lot of uh, courses and going to uh, Canada's Music Incubator. I learned that really getting further in this business requires you to collaborate and network and know people and have relationships And uh, that was hard for me because I had been in some situations with other musicians as a young girl, um, both older than me and my age, where things just kind of didn't work out right and I got burned and and there was a lot of just like betrayal, I guess you could call it, and it really scorned me from working with other people for a long time. So it took me a long time to get over that. And um, I'm glad that I did because uh, collaboration has really opened up my world. And made the music even more richer. and uh, yeah, i'm just I'm just really grateful that I was able to get past that part and um, invite people in because, like you said, Kismet has probably been the best thing I've put out there. And it is probably because I've had so many different eclectic inputs from from sure. people.
0: Well, it, 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 once again, it really is a fun collection of tunes. And uh, as we're discussing this evolving craft of yours, um, it, you know, I'm, I'm really curious to see where you're going to go next with it. But anyway, we'll save that for a little bit later in the conversation. We still uh, have a lot more to talk about with this album right here. So, um, well, let's, let's talk about this for a second. What is Kismet? Uh, what does it mean?
4: Kismet is... Um... An English word that is actually spelled differently. I spell it with a Z to make it a little more flavorful, I yeah. guess, and a little more personal to me. res um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, it just kind of loosely means destiny, this idea of things being written in the stars are meant to be, yeah. right? And which is something that I follow to a certain degree, I follow it kind of fluidly in the sense that I do believe some things are meant to be, but they only happen if you take action on them. Sure. And you listen to the kind of as Spider-Man would call it, the Peter Tingle, right? <laughs> you feel it. Yeah. You listen to your gut and you go against the grain, and sometimes you get into an uncomfortable situation because mm. I like um what I learned in the Canada's music incubator is that, there is a comfort zone, but the magic happens outside of it, oh, right? Yeah. And and in practice, that is what I've learned, and I do believe that that's true. So kismet to me is how I've built my life and, and what I have control over and trying to adapt to the things that I don't. Right on.
0: Well, and, and a big part of your work, too, as we've been kind of alluding to as well, is uh, educational in in respects as well, yeah?
4: Yeah, I'm a big—well, uh, I, I did go to school myself, you know and um in going to school for something other than music not that i'm advocating for it but in my personal experience for me it enabled me to pay for my music career mm. for many years you know to fund it and make it happen mm, good point. um by having this other tool that i could use this other resource this other education sure. to to make money right um because you're not always going to have that to support music unless you get funding which is very competitive and hard to hard to garner so um i'm grateful for that and i i vie for education for that reason alone but also because it enabled me to handle a lot of the things that happen in entertainment industry right. that can be difficult to deal with and difficult to navigate including relationships, and mm-hmm. mostly it has to do with people, right, and peopling. So um, having any kind of education can help you navigate those things better and handle situations a lot better and understand them um, and understand people because there's a lot of things that go on that are hard to deal with, mm-hmm. including fans, audience, criticism, critics. <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> and uh, I'm really grateful to education to to have been able to help me kind of bounce back from a lot of that or be able to just
0: adapt to it. Well, and, and let's face it, this generation of indigenous artists uh, by necessity kind of finds themselves in a little bit of an educator role because we are the ones forging the path right now. This is, for all intents and purposes, pretty new territory for a lot of us, you know. So um, you're doing a great job and it, it is fun to have this unique chat because, uh, again, you know, a lot of people do dedicate um, their their whole life to music, and others, they take a much more pragmatic approach, and I see a lot of similarities in how I kind of went about my arts for exactly the same reasons, you know, I, I didn't necessarily want to have to wonder, you know, if I was going to be able to feed my kids or anything, you know, it's also nice to be right. able to do that, and and then, as you mentioned, it does help to kind of pay for your passion, too, Yeah
4: exactly yeah and and i do have two children as well so i understand that fee. you know they're yeah. not going to go without for my art well sure um yeah and that's just kind of how I've, how I've approached it so i'm really grateful to education for that and i don't mean like you have to have a university degree right. um but like something right something in case there's a in case there's a pandemic and yeah. you can't perform anymore <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> or <laughs> those, even as you in were mentioning yeah Even as you were mentioning, though, too, this idea of how to deal with the ups and downs, because, you know, it it can be a lot of kind of heartbreak and wondering and overthinking and things like that. And people need to understand and be educated on how to to ride those waves, too.
4: Right. And I mean, the industry, when we're talking about wanting to make it in and whatever that looks like for you, but honestly, at almost any level, you have to have an understanding that it is a business, Mm. You know, you're an artist and, and it can be very difficult to navigate the business aspect of it, Right. Um, which is why I get a lot of pushback when it comes to the fact that I don't have a very defined genre. Hmm. And I just I just take that because I like to do what I like to do. And people yeah, like the music yeah. <laughs> because I'm so expressive with it. And I try to just I try to be eclectic yeah,
0: and, um, and leave your fans guessing. Right. What's next?
4: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Melody, uh, we have a little bit more time to talk, but I want to get as many of these great tunes on as I can today. Uh, So we'll come back and talk future plans in just a few. Um, uh, Let's see. How about another recommendation? Who else do we need to hear?
4: We need to hear from my friend and my mentee and my musician accompaniment sometimes, uh, Lena Daniels. Lena
0: Daniels all right you got it in addition to lena daniels god took you home we're also going to be hearing one from carson gray i have some uh, nimkish coming up right after this one from melody macarthur's kismet i sort of know it then you ought to sing along with this one it went to number one on the indigenous music countdown it's melodies unseated today on gyno <laughs>
2: Strange.
6: You on my mind You're reckless I'm careless Been wasting our time Baby, it's useless You got me confused with Somebody stupid
3: Navajo Nation, and you're listening to Guide Note. This
7: pain in my heart has pulled me apart I drown your memory and burn your fire What you
0: Daniels, the second of Melody MacArthur's recommendations today. You're listening to Gyna. Welcome back. I'm joined on the line with Melody MacArthur. We have just a little bit more time to chat. Uh, Again, thank you for your recommendations today. I did learn about some new musicians or learn more about some musicians. And uh, I I absolutely love the story you told me about Lena and your relationship with her and um, so are you guys going to be collaborating here in the near future as well?
4: I think so. It'll probably, cause Lena's so very focused on being in her country genre, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it would probably be me joining her on on a track most likely, but I would be very open to that. Um, I think that she's just kind of securing some funding and trying to figure out, which songs that she already has written down, <laughs> which yeah. one she wants to put out next, right? She's trying to be strategic and smart, but also really go with what she wants to do, too, yeah. which I'm always encouraging of her to do. because um, if you're not doing what you want, then what are you doing,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. I think that, so that could where be the tagline right Okay, all right, well, <laughs> yeah.
4: well, I'm gonna keep it. My... I am hoping for a collab with her in the future,
0: right? On, I'll keep my eyes and ears open for that. and... Uh, thank you again, once again, for all your time today. Let's talk future plans. Uh, not only are you busy with booking shows right now, but uh, you are still very actively offering your mentorship uh, and education. Tell me a little bit more about your work in the in the education field.
4: So the mentorship came about after I had taken the Canada's Music Incubator Program, which is... Um, a program called an artist development thing that runs for about five weeks, uh, I believe maybe once or twice per year. And I was, I applied, I was encouraged to apply, and then I applied and then I was accepted to be a part of the program, which I'm very grateful for. I had to take five weeks off of my life and leave my family, which was very hard to do, but worth it in the end. The difficult part of it was that we had just come out of it. We wrapped it up in December 2019. And what happened after that? (laughs) The pandemic, right? So I think there was about 12 of us artists. We were all indie. We all left there feeling very empowered, educated. We knew what we were going to do, very excited. And then the pandemic hit. (sighs) But thankfully still for that program, I think a lot of us came out pretty 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 unscathed because of being in that program so oh, nice. it wasn't for nothing right yeah. but um my point is being in that program and being empowered the way that i was and kind of learning that a lot of what i was doing was already correct um i thought to myself wouldn't it be great if i could pass this knowledge on to another indigenous artist um and it wasn't just for indigenous artists uh, i just happened to be one that was there yeah And um, wouldn't it be great if I could pass this knowledge on? Because I had gone through so many years of not knowing I needed to do this, that, and the other thing, or that what I was doing was actually detrimental. So um, I was like, I would like to give this opportunity to somebody else. And because cost is such a huge thing, um, (laughs) I, I just waived that, right? And hopefully, I'm hoping that I can get to the point where I've run it a few times and it is successful so that I can get funding sure. so that I can add an element of, you know, paying for someone's recording so that they can have a single to follow up afterwards, which was my initial plan in the beginning. But then the pandemic happened and we couldn't record anyway yeah. at that time. So Lena was my very first participant. And after taking the program, she actually got funding from Canada Council for the Arts, which is a big deal. Oh, yeah. It was her first one. And then she was able to put out her very first single. And her debut single, God to keep Home That You Played, went on the Indigenous Music Countdown. It got on there and it went to the top 10. So oh. I'm very proud of her. I think she used a lot of the tools that I showed her, taught her to implement, to make that a success. And uh, she's going to keep going.
0: That is inspiring, and I think those are the exact kind of words that listeners need to hear. There is an industry out there that Indigenous youth can grow up to work in, and you're doing such an important work helping to educate your peers and those that are coming behind us right now. And Where can people find more information about all your work at?
4: They can follow me on Facebook. I'm constantly updating mostly on there because it seems to be the most engaging platform anyway Mm -hmm. that I have the most followers on as well. Um, But I do put out a um, notification of when the application is going to open up. And it's usually in May, April to May sometime. Um, So it's already April now. I'm probably going to open it up in May. And then the... The um, person is usually chosen in June, and then the mentorship starts in around July or August, just when I have the most free time because my kids are out of school. Um, so, and, and it's about five weeks as well, but it's not, it's not it can be virtual if they're not in my community of Edmonton, <laughs> um, or it can be in person if they are able to join me in person at times. And we cover different topics from things like marketing, strategizing, social media, and sometimes uh, cultural protocol, right? Because Mm -hmm. if you want to include certain things in your artistry or brand, you should have knowledge of that. So I try to cover that if it applies to the person. And yeah, we just cover a lot of topics related to trying to get you out of that green area of being an artist and have you a little bit more empowered. I
0: dig it. Thank you so much for an enlightening conversation today, Melody. Congratulations on your nominations, uh, your most recent work, all your work, and all your future plans as well. I, I'm excited to see what's next for Melody MacArthur, and I hope that you'll join me on Gino again soon.
4: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
2: <laughs> you, ready, you ready, Robin? Let's get it resolved it. I decided I'm done thinking of you. Get my drink on, play my favorite song, cause I finally pulled through. you cuz you're, you're wrong and you thought you could turn, me, turn on me on to the sights to the sounds this time you won't bring, bring me, me down. down I resolved it I decided that I'm so over. you To the games they all know you're the one to blame, to blame. but i'm here and i'm thriving, I'm thriving. still singing still vibing. vibing it's all over when the champs they see the better choice was always me you.
4: MacArthur, and you're listening to Gyno with Brett Mabey.
1: When I first saw you,
2: I was in love, my heart could not trust. I would have sold my soul to follow.
4: For this and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nb1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com.
5: i make my way from bridge to chorus for us shut up my facebook tiktok and instagram
0: Native American Radio Network.